Welcome to the Voice of Albertans with Disabilities, aka VAD Society's podcast for April 2022. I'm Teresa Jackson, your host and VAD's Program and Services Manager. Thank you for joining us today. In today's podcast, I'll be talking to Jamie Gore and Shafali Koja from Plan Edmonton. Jamie's role with Plan Edmonton is Network Coordinator and Shafali is the President for Plan's Board of Directors. VAD is starting a series where we meet with our membership to learn about the resources that are available to our IVAD members and within the disability community. I wanted to get Plan Edmonton on the show to share their insights with you and talk about Plan Edmonton and the resources this organization offers. Together, we hold the power. Please welcome Jamie and Shafali. Hello, ladies. Please take a moment and briefly introduce yourselves and tell us about your role with Plan Edmonton. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much, Teresa, for welcoming us onto the show. My name is Jamie Gore, and I have been Plan Edmonton's network coordinator since July of 2020. And I came on board in the right smack middle of the pandemic. I met everybody in Plan Edmonton, and we had a great place to start, and we had to figure out how to be adaptable in the midst of a pandemic. Um, And I'm really excited to say that we've survived. Thank you. So I'll turn it over to Shivali. Thank you, Teresa, for such a warm welcome. And uh, yeah, Jamie has played a big part in our survival process within this COVID for the organization. Uh, And I'm uh, the president for the board uh, with PLAN. My journey actually started 10 years, like over a decade, actually. Uh, I started as um, a facilitator with PLAN and then moved up uh, to be part of the board. So I've been, I've kind of seen multiple sides of the organization. So yeah, glad to be here on the show with you both. Awesome. Thank you, ladies. That was wonderful. I have a few questions about PLAN Edmonton to gather information for our listeners. So my first question is, according to your website, the primary work of Plan Edmonton is to guide individuals and their families through the process of developing a personal network to support loved ones now and well into the future. Can you tell me how your organization does this? Yes, absolutely. I think it has to start with the origin of Plan um, and bring it up to where we are today. Plan actually originated in Vancouver over 30 years ago. And it was a group of families that came together and they all had an adult with a disability in their life, a son or a daughter, and they were all facing similar questions and concerns. They wanted to answer the question of what happens after my life changes or what happens after I'm no longer here to care for them the way that I do. And so PLAN was born. And essentially what PLAN does is it works with the families to uh, find out who that person is with a disability. What are their interests? What are their passions? Where are they today? And oftentimes an adult with a disability has aid supports, family, perhaps some peers, perhaps some volunteers, but there's a huge gap. Plan basically works with the family and creates a work plan and we, we get started. There's, there's a lot to it, but uh, maybe I'll turn it over to you, Shafali, to see if you, if you could add anything that I might have missed. 
Sure. No, I think you covered it very well. The only piece I would add is it's it's a family-directed organization, if I can put it that way, right? Like people are the core asset for the organization. So all of our services, our programs are guided by the needs of the individuals we support. And uh, we kind of find ways and, and customize ways to, to meet people where they are at. Because as you know, the world of disability and accessibility is so unique with, with the experiences of individuals and families. So uh, our organization is kind of there to, to support people in that way. Mm-hmm. Nice. Another, another thing I might add is that PLAN is not here to replace family. It's not here to replace paid, paid supports. Um, it's here to augment those things and to create a network of support to help an individual have a sense of belonging and community and connection so that a family can go from having a sense of not being prepared to a sense of peace of mind. There's a process involved to go from that ground zero to get to that place of peace of mind and it's a moving target. Um, At various times you might be fully peace of mind and at other times you might think, oh my gosh, where do I even begin? So one of the models of PLAN is PLAN can help. We wanna make sure that families are ready to say yes, because it takes us, it takes the focus person, it takes the family, and it takes the facilitator, and it takes the people involved to all be saying yes, so that we can work together to create a good life for the net for the person with disability. Sounds like a great organization. Um, Specifically, what kind of programs does your organization run and who should get involved with them? So when I came on board in the middle of the pandemic, like I said, it was a great place to start. What we did is we created a lot of platforms, which were all basically via Zoom. And one of the programs that we got off to the races with was a monthly meet called Let's Connect. And it is every third Wednesday of the month. And it's a place for our focus people to bring their their network members and our our, um, facilitators can attend. And we just get together and have a nice evening. It's typically themed. So a lot of our focus people love rock and roll and or art. So, you know, we just get together and have a great time. When I met all of my families and I met some of the current facilitators, what we did was we sat down and we said, what can we do? I'll give you a specific example of one of the things that we did with one of our focus people. She loves rock and roll. We made a rock and roll club that's been successfully going on for the last two years. She had some family. She had two sisters that lived in different places. And so what we did was we set up a monthly family Zoom so that they could get together. And it was really, really special to see that. So one of the key, key things about facilitation is that it isn't support work. The facilitator is there to foster relationships. To come back to your question of how does one get involved, uh, currently Plan Edmonton is posturing itself to widen the number of families that we serve. We wanted to spend a year to really see how can we get this 
actually working in the right way for our families. And so now we have some systems in place that really can show that there is a value to what the facilitators do. So we're looking for new families. We're potentially looking for new facilitators. We're looking to create relationships with other organizations that are doing good work. Another thing that I'll say is the board for Plan Edmonton is a working board. Anybody who's looking to make a difference in, in the field of disability or supporting families closely and want to support relationship building and lifelong relationship building, that's the person we are looking for. Jamie kind of described, you can be a facilitator, you can be a network member, you can be a board member. Uh, so these are multiple ways you can you can help. The, the way kind of our model works is really around building personal network, right? So um, anybody who's either looking to help in supporting that is one way, but then also folks who are needing that support, right? Where uh, there is where families feel exhausted with everything that has happened. And yeah, like the whole world was hit with, hit with pandemic, not to add, you know, the personal challenges with, uh, you know, varying abilities, right? What am I going to do? Or how are my family members going to be supported when I'm not around? To, to fight the social isolation, to fight those challenges, those risks is, is kind of our plan steps in and it's an, it's an added support in amongst various supports that are already out there, right? And we take time. I think relationship building takes time and that's a model that we are comfortable with. We are confident in our model. And I think folks who once joined plan stay with plan in, in, in multiple ways. So, um, you know, there, there are lots of opportunities to, to help and support and, and we're very flexible too, because I think our work requires that because every family, every individual, and we call them focused people, so every focused person we support, their needs look different and we customize our plans. There are creative ways that we can keep people involved and engaged in, in that work um, based on their interests and match that as well. Do you only work with adults or do you work with teens as well? That's a great question. Currently, we serve 10 families and they all have an adult with a disability. However, there's certain times in, in a person's life where they're going through a major transition. And one of those is going from graduation from high school into that next step of life. And I don't think that we would say no to somebody who has going through that transition. I'm always open to have a conversation with a family if they have a young one who they want to start that proactive decision making and and find out you know maybe years down the road they're going to want to start to create that network of support so that's who we are currently yes yeah and in the lifespan of the organization we've had supported um, individuals from different different ages so we really don't turn anybody away we always find ways to to see how we can support and, and then see if it's a match so it's definitely something we, we are open to consider Plan's mission is to support individuals living with physical, mental, and intellectual challenges and their families by facilitating social connections, intentionally building authentic relationships. What kind of activities do you host and how often are their families and clients engaged with the different programs? Where the work starts is if a new family is coming on board, um, they work with me. And what we do is we sit down and we create something that's called a roadmap. 
And we basically look at all the different areas of that person's life, decide where they would like to go, what are their values, and what would they like to see that person um, in five years, 10 years, and the rest of their life look like. And so then I match them with a facilitator. And based on the interests and values and goals, the facilitator works directly with the focus person For example, we have a focused person who is actively involved as a university student and loves certain sports and certain activities and would love to belong to um, a church. The focused person and the facilitator are hoping to go out into those places and go from a sense of being a stranger to getting to a sense of a belonging. Basically, our goal and vision is at the end of the day, the facilitator is completely out of the way and the network is running itself and the people are involved and engaged without any inspiration from the facilitator doing it for them. Yeah, and to add, I mean, if I could divide our events or services in like formal and informal, I think as an organization, uh, we we do a number of formal activities. We do meetups, we do monthly uh, conversations, the last couple of years, we've done a lot over Zoom. And then there are lots of informal uh, ones that the networks build and, and kind of do depending on what's going on. Is, is it a visit to a church or to a bowling alley or to uh, plan a rock and roll or whatever that looks like, right? Uh, so the uh, I think broadly, that might be an easier way to describe it, the formal and informal events and opportunities. Mm-hmm. And then annually, like once a year, we, we meet all of our families as part of our AGM. And that's kind of where everybody comes, including the board, the families, the focused individuals we support. So that's another uh, avenue to to keep them continually engaged with with the organization. If someone is looking to be part of Plan Edmonton, is there a referral process? So currently there is no referral process. Um, We are typically a word of mouth. Um, I would say someone knows someone and says, hey, have you ever heard of Plan Edmonton? And Plan Edmonton is probably one of the best kept secrets in Alberta. We have a website. And if someone is interested in how to become more involved, they could definitely reach out to Shivali or myself. I have an email address and a phone number. We could provide that information if you'd like that. So yeah, absolutely. That's my next question, actually, is can you tell our listeners how to get a hold of Plan if they want more information? Yes, absolutely. So my email address is networkcoordinator at planedmonton.ca. I think that's probably the best place for you to get a hold of us. You can also do um, a reach out on our website. We have a contact us page on the website as well. And Shafali, you can... Go ahead and give yours. And the email address to reach me is president at planedmonton.ca. I'll also give our contact number just in case that might also be easier. So the number is 780-488-2422. That's also another way to, to get a hold of us. Wonderful. Are there any upcoming events you want to tell us about? Yes, absolutely. If someone is interested to know more about Plan Edmonton, they can definitely contact me. But this coming Saturday, we have 
a Zoom that is called Family, Friends, and Allies of Plan Edmonton. And if they want more information, they can contact me. The Zoom takes place from 1 to 2 p.m. And it's for all of the people that are involved in our Focus People's lives, including the family and the friends and allies. And this is a safe space for people to come together and network with each other to ask questions like, for example, perhaps somebody is looking for housing and then another family is on there and they've gone through all of that process. And so it's a great place to come in an informal way and exchange information. Let's see, we have the monthly Let's Connects. We are actually having a face-to-face -face on May 11th at Boston Pizza on White Avenue. Um, and this is gonna be a fun kind of a reunited after it feels so good, you know? <laughs> so that's just gonna be an informal fun way to get together, share a meal and see each other's faces. So anything else you might want to add Shafali? I would say you are welcome to come and just show up, just drop in and you know, you'll be welcomed. Wonderful. What is an interesting fact about Plan Edmonton that everyone should know? I just want to come back to the specialness of Plan. The fact that uh, Shafali had mentioned earlier that it is a family-led organization. Um, I think that is a really special thing um, in that the family gets to make the calls and the shots. And when I first came on board, one of the really important things that I needed to understand is that the families are my boss. The focus people are my boss. And at the end of the day, if they say we need to take a pause from facilitation, then we take a pause from facilitation. I had one example of a family that's been around for several years and the facilitator was entirely engaged with the situation and the pandemic was changing and we had some great ideas. And then the family said, we need to take a pause from facilitation. And that's what we did. You know, the families have faced adversities that regular families have no idea what that's like. Just touching back to the history of people with disabilities, and if you take a snapshot of time from 50 to 70 years ago to today, a person with an, indivi an individual with a disability 50 years ago was institutionalized. They were devalued. They were dehumanized. And we have come a long, long way. And we have a long ways to go. So mm -hmm. I think PLAN is doing really great work to help a person have a good, included, safe human life. I've been very excited to work with Plan, and I, I just, I just think they're a great group of wholesome people. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what Plan can do for families in the future. Uh, I think just tapping on what Jamie had said earlier that it's a best kept secret in some ways. The organization has actually been around for close to 20 years now. So yeah, that's that's an interesting fact about Plan Edmonton. Do you guys have any final thoughts? I think I just wanted to leave the thought of um, the idea that people with disabilities have are important and they have so much to contribute and make a difference. And uh, organization like Plan is is kind of there to to cultivate to foster those lifelong loving networks and relationships that will will support 
the person and create a community around them. So that's kind of a message of hope in, in that sense of continuing that support for families. Uh, it's what I would leave you with. I just wanted to say thank you, Teresa, very much for letting us come and and just give give the world a little bit of an understanding of what PLAN is. And I also just wanted to mention that PLAN is affiliated with PLAN in Vancouver. And there's other agencies and organizations doing this work all across North America. We are affiliated with several organizations that are doing this work. Well, thank you ladies for your time and energy today. Your support of the community is of value to all. Plan Edmonton is an organizational member of VAD and a link to their website can be accessed on our membership list online. Individuals looking to access VAD members can do so at vadsociety.ca slash social dash action. Thank you again for joining VAD's podcast. Voice of Albertans with Disabilities is a cross-disability nonprofit organization of and for people with disabilities. VAD is guided by the principles of accessibility, equity, and inclusion. Learn about VAD services on our website at vadsociety.ca or call 780-488-9088 for more information. If you have a topic you would like to hear more about in a podcast, please email Teresa at vadsociety with topic ideas, speaker suggestions, or your feedback. Signing off for the day, together we hold the power.